When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Catfish and Crappie Podcast. Once again, I want to welcome my guest, the great Avid Fisherman. What's going on, Avid? How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. I'd like to say hello to Alicia. And please, let's pray for her aunt right now. She went through surgery and she's having difficult times right now. And that's all I can say. But her her family and her aunt really needs the prayers. There, there's the, absolutely. She had uh, made that... Um, known in catfish weekly prior to the show and uh, um a lot of people were sending their prayers out we want to continue to do that there's a lot of people out there that are that are in need of prayers and uh, um hopefully you know we'll continue giving them to them and 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 the power of prayer will get get people through their, their exactly. hardships i mean there's there's a lot of stuff going on in, in the catfish family and, and and hopefully everybody will come out it unscathed um that being said uh avid fisherman um Let's start, you know, usually when I start out the podcast, I like to talk with how people got started fishing, but let's, let's hold that. Let's hold off on that for a little bit. Let's talk about how you met me. Not that it's about me, but I just want to give people an idea of, of, of how important you are to the community. How I met you was a year and a half ago when I started doing the meet and greets. We were in chat. We were talking about doing our first meet and greet a year, year and a half ago at uh, Kaskaskia River Lock and Dam. And that's where I met you in person. Well, that was in person when we met. I'm talking about like online. online um, kind of how, how um, I would say that um, uh, of some of the few shows out there that that really inspired me to to get started oh. doing these live streams and right. stuff. You were definitely one that kind of pulled me in kicking and screaming. I remember well, uh, well, you, you, you not well, taking no for an answer to come on and be a guest right. on your show. But see, it started there at the Kaskaskia Mink Greet when I first brought it up to you. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that. It started then, and I eventually got you talked into it. And you came on, and you were nervous, but you were a little uh, reluctant about it a little bit too. So, but after that first live, that first show, it was great. Then I had to go take ten months off YouTube for work. And I was surprised that you stepped up and said yes. I offered. I offer. Okay. Well, here, here's a little insight. If anybody's ever been on Avid shows or, or in any of his uh, uh, live streams on the channel, Avid Fisherman on YouTube, check it out, people. If you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, you've been doing this now for what, like two and a half years, correct, Avid? Yeah. All right. And this is the way it goes when Avid wants you on your show. He says, "Hey." Come on my show. You'll be like, uh, okay, all right, I'll see you in two weeks. And that's it. You're, it's a done deal. He doesn't let anybody back out, and it's a good thing because a lot of people have gotten their starts from that initial uh, from that from in, that initial start on Avid Show, there's there's a lot of people. There's me myself, obviously Kevin over at Palmetto Cats. Uh, you've had people like even Dockery on there. You've had Chad on there. You've Bank had 4K. Uh, 
Yep, you've had a bunch of people on there, and you continue to do so. He really knows to get the people when they're first starting. And, and, and I think that, you know, him actually giving them that little kick in the pants to get them on really gets a lot of good people started out there. So he's, he's responsible for a lot of, whether, whether you guys realize it or not, he, he helps push people into the, the, the YouTube catfishing sphere more than, more than you would, would, than you realize. Um, and I just wanted to make sure I thanked him uh, personally in front of everybody for getting me here. Cause, cause look at this, I'm on podcast number 40, probably had about 10 additional shows of this. So there's probably like 50 live streams already in what they just over a year that we've known each other. Avid. Yeah. Yep. And, and I can tell you now, if, if, if it wasn't for you uh, pretty much not taking no for an answer to get me on your show, uh, that I probably would still be, uh, I would probably still be contemplating coming out here. So I wanted to give you a mega kudos for that. Also, and then the story is, is as I said, when you were, when you had to get off, uh, um, get off on Friday nights from, uh, from your show because of work reasons, I had offered, here's another way that Avid is, which is wonderful. I don't mean this in a bad way at all. I'm like, Avid, if there's anything I can do to help, let me know. And he says, okay, you can start doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> and that was pretty much it. I'm not even kidding, folks. Next thing I know, the Catfish and Crappie podcast was born because, because of Dana here. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm really having fun. under a lot of stress and people wanted me to give up Friday nights. I'm like, no, I can't do that. I, and, 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 and I'm, I'm happy you did. I'm happy you're on now. You're on Sunday nights, correct? You have your right. show. And, uh, um, you've had, uh, so many people out there, people just getting started, um, in, in the, in, in YouTube catfishing and YouTube fishing in general, you've had, uh, um, I, I, I forgive me for getting her name. You even had a lady from, uh, um, Canada who's not necessarily, uh, um, yeah. what was her name? I, I forgot, Avid. Do you remember? You've had uh, so many. Christina Lapierre. That's it. Christina Lapierre on there. Um, and, and, and countless others. You had people from three, three plus one. You've had regulators on there, I believe, right? You had right. a whole bunch of people. The list goes on and on and on. So check out his channel. Links in the description. I've went back before the show and seen some of the lives I've had. I forgot. I mean, over two, two and a half years of lives. I can't remember all the names. I have to go back and watch them. I, I just had a, a kind of a funny thought. I'm thinking if, if folks, if you want to uh, see if some of your favorite YouTubers out there now have like those uh, um, clips, you know, like you see those clips from people in high school and old pictures and stuff. If you want to see some people's early days in, in YouTube fishing, uh, go check out Avid's channel. I'm sure you'll find a lot of people out there the first couple times they're on. So that'd be kind of cool to go back. There's another reason to check it out. I see. Oh, uh, yeah. I've had Ralph Stokes on there. I've had him on a panel. I'm going, I had you on the panel. I'm fixing to have, I'm trying to work with James Dockery to get him on there. James is definitely, uh, he's not feeling his, uh, no, I'm waiting for him lately, to get better. Yeah, but we're 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 awaiting his return with the vengeance, which is going to happen sooner or later. What I want to see is uh, you have Chad on your show one of these Sundays. That's a nice idea. Chad over at Fishing with the Chad and uh, Avid kind of have this. Uh, uh, thing that they go on and they they go after each other constantly online. I have nothing to do with egg and either of them on. But, 
but I think that would make for an entertaining show. So maybe you should call Chad out here live, see if he'll accept your offer to be on the Avid Fisherman show. If he's on here, the invitation's well, he, open. He, he is in there. Um, I see a couple well, other people. There's Patriot James is the one I want to get on my show, too. I'm sorry, who? Patriot James. Patriot James, that'll be another good one. Uh, I see a couple of people did walk in here in the into chat i want to make sure i don't miss chrissy brown i see hogley catfishing trophy seeker outdoors jay fox hunter i think i got him earlier but i want to make sure i don't miss him i see jeremy's turn jeremy's tournament cats young man he comes into my live fishing streams quite a bit thanks for checking out the uh, uh the stream i appreciate it so um <clears throat> all right so let's go back to where i usually start what are some of your earliest fishing memories my fondest earliest, fishing memories yeah earliest Fishing memories, I'd say back when I was about four years old, fishing with my uh, grandfather. And yeah, what, that, what kind of fishing did he do? He done he done catfishing. He done bass, bluegills. He done trout. He got me into all of it. But I was having fun catching the blue bluegills and crappies until he got me into uh, river fishing with him. For catfish and that big I'd say bullhead about a half pound to a pound almost ripped that little zebco out of my hands because I wasn't holding on to it real tight I get that. that was a thing I get it man yeah say what you want bull bullheads have a really good play they have a sweet there's a sweet spot in my heart for bullhead catfish i don't care if they're big or little whatever they're just so feisty they're they kind of remind me of this little lady behind me here only a little smaller if they got i always say if they got to be 30 pounds i wouldn't get into the water i want to thank 351 cleveland for the five dollar super chat i really appreciate the support uh and i appreciate you being here it's awesome i want to say hello to relaxate uh relaxing frustration i do not want to forget about lyle over at catfish weekly looks like he showed up in the chat as well. How you doing, Lyle? Good stuff. Good. So, um, you, he said you moved over to to river fishing. Um, would you rather fish rivers or lakes? Rivers, rivers, definitely. I'm kind of in the same ballpark. What are the My same? My grandfather got me hooked on that one. Ever since I hooked into that little bullhead on the river, mm -hmm. and it grew from a bullhead to a channel to a blue to a flathead at the time because it looked. I call it the speckled catfish because there's brown, black, yellow spots on it. Mm -hmm. And he corrected me. He says, no, that's a flathead. The flatheads are <laughs> flatheads. They'll drive you nuts. So let's not get into that right now. We'll talk about that on a Duffer show. Um, <laughs> so what are your plans for your, your, your channel going forward? I know you're trying to get to that, that 1,000 subscribers like many people are. Right. Um, are you going to keep doing what you're doing? I hope. I'm, even though when I hit 1,000 subscribers, I'm still going to do what I do outside the box and mm -hmm. still help the little channels come up, get known on YouTube, and give them, like you said, a boost or kicking the pants to get out there and do videos and get uh, see if they can become like you, Kevin, Lyle, Patriot, James, all of them. Very cool. Uh, who do you have coming up this Sunday? You had mentioned you had a special show coming up this Sunday. This Sunday is going to be a panel of lady female anglers. You'll be talking about beginning catfishing to help 
get the lady anglers out there to be known and be seen. Most of them you all know, but it's going to be Betts, No Real Loss, Sharina, Paula Smith, Amy Payne, and Miss Elisa Barnett. You picked all you picked all winners there. There's so many great women in the catfishing world. You know, I had made I had done a panel like that a while back, and I was I'm hoping to do at least one a year. Um, not that it's just excluding to that, but uh, in general, a panel. And I usually don't do a panel on my shows, but I think they're really neat when you get those ladies together and they start talking about how they relate to one another and the stuff they go ha- are up against, you know, trying to get into the catfish world and stuff. And there's they have a whole different set of issues there, and it's it's very enlightening to 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 have them ex- express that and how they overcome that on the shows. I I, I always am pretty. Pretty inspired whenever I talk to any of the ladies that, you know, fish and compete at that level or even, you know, creating videos, being a creator at that level. So um, I, I really look forward to seeing that show. Uh, it's going to be a fun one because, I, like I told Amy Payne last uh, last Sunday, Jay's catfishing. Every time he watches me, his little girl watches me, which is she's told me I was she was my number one fan. And that will help. To reach other children out there, and that's what I—that's what what I want to do is reach everybody I can in the catfish community. They are not even children to help them get into catfishing and bring them in. It, it, it's such a. <sighs> You know, we, we talk about the, the catfish community as the catfish family, and, and we pretty much are, especially after you meet one another and stuff. But, you know, go a step further. When you start getting the kids involved and you see their eyes lighting up and, and, and you see them, you know, down the road um, later on in life doing the same in return, that, that's pretty much how we carry on the tradition of fishing. And that's basically what it is. So it's a good thing to get those kids involved um whether they're you know the boys or 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 the girls and 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 we do have to find even more reasons to get more ladies involved and uh you know guys out there take this (laughs) with a grain of salt they're coming for you (laughs) they really are they're coming for you and speaking of which i see fishing chick what's going on lisa how are you she says hello avid she's saying hello fins and fall just joined the chat too what's going on how are you doing? Hey, take down catfishing. I don't, know, a lot of... don't know if you've seen him come in. Uh, I did. What's going on, take down catfishing? How are you doing? Uh, I think I did say hello. All right, so let's talk a little bit about how you help people, too. Avid also is the first one to take up a collection whenever somebody's somebody's in need. Um, I know we have one gentleman who had, uh, uh, without naming names or anything, at least on my end, uh, was had some gear stolen from him, and Avid was the first one to round up people, either send them gear or, or get some donations together, and you've done that a few times, haven't you? Yeah, I've done that a few times, and I, that's something near and dear to my heart because – I've had gear stolen from me, so I know what it's like to get that gear replaced. And that's a struggle. I've had four tackle box at one time stolen out of the back of my truck down below uh, a lock and dam here in Illinois. And I was in the bathroom when it happened, so I couldn't do anything about it. Uh huh. That, that was a lot of tackle. <laughs> Yeah, it's not just the amount of tackle. It's the time that 
the time you spend collecting everything and putting that 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 tackle box together, it it, it does take a while, and you, you pick out what you like, you don't like, and sometimes replacing it can be you know a bigger task than than anybody should have to go for. You I mean uh, the people might call it like first real problems, but it's still kind of a bummer. Uh, also, you've taken up collections for people that have been ill as ill too, right? Try to help yeah. people out, help people get started. I, I if I can help them out. I can. A lot of times I'll either help them out by getting them a PayPal account set up for them or a GoFundMe account set up for them so, and get a note uh, posted out there in the catfish community so people, if they can help, they will help, which I, I enjoy doing it. It's something that I believe if we can help them do, we can do it. And there's one person that I've hoped that didn't have a medical problem, but they were having technical problems at their house. That I took funds up for two and we was able to get that person set up to where they can go live and have uh internet to where they can be on YouTube. You just keep giving and absolutely that's the first thing I kind of noticed about you way back. You're pretty given. You don't take no for an answer when you're trying to get the the troops together for whatever cause or 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 for your own show which is very admirable to to for you to be that way and it really gets and yeah, Palmetto says Avid has such a big heart. He absolutely does. I couldn't agree with that more. Um and you deserve a lot of kudos for all of that. Um so what else you got going on? Um, how's the fishing been for you lately? I know you've been working a lot. Uh, I got to go fishing last Saturday for the first time in six weeks due to work. Mm -hmm. And I went to three different spots. Two of them, they had the road close to it to where I couldn't go down. The third one had too many people there yelling loud music, so I couldn't go live there. So I went to Horseshoe Lake. Went live there for a while, and my uh, tablet and my phone, the screens went black on me, and I couldn't see chat. So <laughs> I couldn't see who's in chat or who's talking. I'm like, maybe you should have fished anyway. Sometimes uh, uh, the the times you're not able to live stream fish are usually pretty good times. I've been I'm starting to learn. Yeah. Um, when you when you're fishing, otherwise bring your GoPro or camera with you. Who knows? You might be able to get that video together that we've been talking about. Yeah, I got a camera in my truck that does videos and it has an SD card in it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start using that one when I'm not uh, filming. But the Horseshoe Lake, like I was uh, saying in chat and on the live stream, is known for flatheads and channel cats. Big crappie, uh, white bass, stripers. But they have the invasive carp in there too, so... So you, 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 I, I, I had the privilege of spending some time with Avid down in Southern Illinois doing a little fishing. I can tell you that man can throw a cast net. You ever get any of those big Asian carp in those, that cat nest, cat, cast net of I, yours, Avid? I caught a 45 pound Asian carp in a cast net. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that. Did it, it shred it your net to pieces? Or? <laughs> it, I mean, for me to get it out, I had to cut the cast net. <sighs> I hope you used it for bait, at least. Oh, I used it for bait. I still got some of them in the freezer. There you go. Must <laughs> that that lasted me vacuum sealed. I still got four packages of him left in the freezer. 
And how do you vacuum seal that stuff? What's the best way you found? I I flash freeze them in the cooler, uh, salt water, ice water bath in the cooler. So I keep a, normally I don't keep a 150 quart marine cooler in there in the back of my truck because it takes up most of the truck. That day I had it and I had a big six bags of 20 pound bags of ice in there, some water and some rock salt mixed in. So we're, because uh, I was going after Skipjack and Shad. And when I went to the Mississippi, it was too windy there to do anything. So I went to Frank Holton, throwing cash net for Shad. And <clears throat> I got bluegills and I, this last throw, the net went crazy in the water. I'm like, okay, I got a catfish. That's no problem. Pulled it in, that water started tearing up, and there's a big old, uh, Big head Asian carp in there with about 30 shad. That's bonus. You got shad and the carp. Yeah, but I tell you what, I was lucky that I had two cast nets in there. I used an old torn up cast net to catch him, and I had a brand new one in the truck. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't lose I didn't lose uh time catching bait. You know what? Let's <laughs> There's so there's a bunch of stuff I still want to talk to. I'm kind of watching a chat here, but the, speaking of your truck, let's talk a little bit about your truck. What do you got in your truck, Avid? I got rod holders. I got a tote that has uh, first aid, uh, lights, uh, rags, sharpening tools. <coughs> I got three backpacks with tackles in it that I can put in the cabin of my truck and lock them up. I got rods. I got Live walls, I got coolers, I got a 10 by 10 pop-up canopy shelters, two chairs, play board, play knives. I got, man, <coughs> that's a video in itself. I think you should make that video. The reason why I bring it up is uh, I don't know if anybody's familiar with, let's say, uh, a welding truck. Uh, some you know a, a truck that's loaded with with tools and stuff to go on a job site. That's how Avid treats his fishing. His truck is like the fishing machine. You name it, it you got it. It's not only like a bait shop on wheels. It's like you know the the quintessential the truck on wheels. Whatever species of fish I want, just pull out that rod for it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And and the rods you use, you like the long rods, don't you, Avid? Yeah, I got uh, two ten foot. Uh, I got a. Two 12-foot crappie rods. I got uh, two 11-foot cat rods, one 15-foot uh, cat rod, and I got the chunky rod, which is a 7-foot uh, rod. So so does that feel like an ice rod to you when you handle that short rod? Compared short to the rod, I still have a problem casting it because I'm not used to it being so short. Mm. One thing you're saying... <laughs> Amy says Avid's trucks like the go go ga- is like go go gadget. Pretty much, he's got everything in his truck. Anything you need or whatever, Avid's probably got it. And he oh yeah, I got it. it. I even carry trash bags in the truck too. Oh, and he says I bet there's an iron skillet in there too. And Avid can cook up a storm. He's made breakfast for me when I was down south there, and I have to admit it was not bad at all. It was pretty darn tasty. He makes a mean cup of coffee too. I got a Dutch oven, cast iron skillet. Uh, two sided burner, <laughs> fish fryer, <laughs> and he and we're not even kidding, folks. He keeps all this stuff with him all the time, so he's ready to go whenever he 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 has the opportunity. So it's pretty cool. I, 
I've cooked fish right up on the tailgate of my truck before fishing. That's, that's that's dedication. This man definitely has a passion for fishing. So, guys, if you're if whether you're not a subscriber or you're listening to this on a podcast and and you are not a subscriber to his channel, yeah, check him out. Avid's a really good dude with a with a heart bigger than his beard. And once you get a look at him, you'll understand exactly what I'm saying. So a couple of people had mentioned that you're a big teddy bear with a big beard. I remember the first time I was on your show, Kevin had mentioned something. I kind of just recalled that uh, me and you should have a beard off. I've trimmed my since then, but I have to say yours is coming in pretty good, buddy. What are you doing to it? Give us some beard uh, tips. First off, I got that little bottle here. Let me grab it. Mm. It's beard oil. There we go. S curl, ho- S curl beard oil. Holler at your boy. Give him a sponsorship. You can sponsor him. Almost anywhere in any uh, place where you buy your sh- shampoo and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I'm out of that, I use vitamin E oil after I shampoo it and condition it. Beautiful. I think that's I, what I you should go after. On it. I don't use no soap on it. Just shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. People and call you, people including yourself call you Sasquatch. You might as well. Uh, I told him a long time ago, he should go buy Blackbeard and maybe get himself a beard oil sponsorship or something. <laughs> Can't hurt the channel. I think that's even better, but I, I've grown fond of uh, Bigfoot as well. So Yeah. I've had people tell me that uh, if, if I had the right amount of money offered to shave i'd shave it and i told them no uh, never say no you don't know well a lot of people's tried that and i'm like if you have cash in hand it might be a different story but if you're just saying the number it ain't gonna happen uh how long you been growing that beard uh i've had this beard since i've had beard since high school but the beard in the thumbnail is what it usually come out as and the it curl up, mm-hmm. start itching. So I started brushing it out and noticing it was longer than what it was. So as long as I kept brushing it out, it's a lot better. It didn't itch as much anymore. So it kept getting longer and longer the more I brushed it out. Parker Pursuit said catfish slime will really bring out the shine in your beard. No. No, not really. No. <laughs> That'll, that'll attract more bugs than what you want. <laughs> Speaking of catfish slime, I wouldn't want any of that in my beard now that I finally got my first blue cat. Um, I was, you know, I've seen videos. I've seen, like, especially on Dieter's videos, he always catches, like, how slimy the line is, his leader material in his videos. And I never really realized that that's really how it is until I got one. I was covered in that stuff. I can't even imagine what it would be like for either you or I to get that in our beards. It'd be a bad day. That that would be a major bad day because I haven't found anything that can cut that slime as far as shampoo. Oh, man, I just try to keep them away. Hopefully, we'll get on some bigger ones. I haven't gotten any big ones. I hey, re- relaxing frustrations. What's going on, buddy? He just said, "Cool dog." Mark, he's checking out Coco behind me. Uh, Avid's got a dog. What's your do- dog's name again, Avid? Kes. Let me get him. Yes, He's got a dog that hangs out with him on his show sometimes, too. While he's getting cash, um, a couple of things that's going on in the community. I know that I wanted to mention Fins and Fines is having the charity. There's little cash. What's going on, buddy? Uh, Bob over at Fins and Fines is having the Fish-A-Wish charity auction. Check them out on Facebook. Um, we're, we're trying to grant a wish for somebody. It's, it's not an auction, I'm sorry, and it's not a tournament. It's just a, a day of a bunch of guys fishing together. Um, check out the rules on that page. So uh, I look forward to doing that on September 18th. So there's Cass. what's going on 
She's <laughs> about five years old right now. Yeah, all, all my big burly fishermen guys have little dogs like that. <laughs> yeah, she's five years old. We had her since she was a baby. Back in the day, Mongo on the Bears had used to have a bunch of chihuahuas. And uh, people, he would tell everybody they were killer chihuahuas. And they'd be like, no, that can't hurt anybody. He says, when I, you know, choke you out with them, <laughs> it'll be. This may be a small dog, but she has a loud voice when someone comes to the front. Oh, they do. They're really good. They're really good. You ever you take her, her fishing with you? You ever huh? take her fishing with you? I've took her twice, and uh, she almost got in trouble with some raccoons, so I never took her after that. Ah, uh, Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lisa, fishing chick said she don't show no fear. Well, that's good. That's the way they should be. Lisa, fishing chick says that she got her uh, PB blue the other day with Chris Flores. Super slimy. Congratulations on the PB. Oh, I love yeah. hearing and talking about people's PBs. So let's talk some about some of your fish, Avid. What 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 are some of the what's your big blue? My big blue was uh, I caught two years before I did YouTube, which was eighty three pounds. Mm-hmm. And I caught that on the Kaskaskia River. Which, now, did you get that over by the locks where we were fishing? Yes. I caught that on the uh, inside of the lock on the Kaskaskia. And that boy did not want to come out of that current. That was a little while back, though, because they've dredged since then, haven't they? Yeah, but ever since they dredged, I've talked to the biologist about that dredging, and he says... It may come back, and it may not come back. If it does, it'd be about anywhere from two to four years before the habitat comes back for them. It's it's I, when I got there, I think it was right after they just started dredging river, and they they took a lot out of there. But I guess it is a shipping canal, so they got to do what they have to do. But it does you know wreak havoc on on on, on the fishery at that time. At least that's the the impression I got. I remember going through there. I, I brought my boat down there the second time and I did see a lot of gar and stuff swimming around there, but the fishing was tough. I know uh, a couple guys caught some fish and the first time they're out there, you guys went out at night, fished out there at the end of the peninsula. And uh, how did Jason and them and Josh do that day? You want to talk about that a little bit? Jason and Josh on the uh, first catfish tournament, they did good, but Josh really killed it. Or Jason really killed it. In an hour and a half, he caught 127.8 pounds of fish. That's insane. That, that, that's his, a, big, his biggest cat was 53.8 pounds. That's a big fish. One of these days, I'll get on one of them blues. I'll drive out to Missouri and visit my buddy Lyle Stokes, see if he can't get me on a on on something like that or or, or fish with with Epic. We'll, we'll we'll get something done. Hopefully uh, well, next year. Yeah, flatheads have been rough for me this year. Every time I'm able to go out, it seems to be the wrong day. I I, I don't know. That's another. That's a story for another time. Everybody's okay. talking about dogs and stuff in chat, which is pretty cool. But that night. He used one rod to catch all those fish. 
and it wasn't within two or three minutes after him putting them back out there that dragon Israel kit went screaming again. He he must have just found a, a hole or a piece of structure somewhere. And, he found a hole, but because normally was on one side and I was on the other side, and we couldn't do anything. He was just boom. Right after one another. Chase Lamb says that flathead kicked my butt, man. Yeah, they'll wear you out. You get that flathead fever, you oh, start yeah. chasing them. Some people are better than others, or they got more spots than others. But they, you, you'll definitely get it. I feel the the pain come. Uh, 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 when they go to sleep for the winter up here, it really time kind of slows down, <laughs> at least for me. So we'll chase some other kind of fish, but I totally get that that flathead fever. I get a bad case of that every winter. Uh, so what's your big flathead, uh, Avid? Uh, biggest flathead on YouTube is 35 pounds. 35 pounds? Off YouTube two, uh, three years ago, it's 45. 45, that's a big fish. And that was both on the Kaskaskia River. You like that Kaskaskia, don't you? Yeah, because it's a different... It's a different fishing hatchery. It's not like fishing the Mississippi or the Illinois or the Missouri. It's don't have a lot of the uh, structure that you're looking for. It doesn't. Yeah, that's what the fox is like here. There isn't much structure, and you got to find what little you can and, and get on that stuff. For the structure that you're looking for, you have to go way past Alton up into the smaller creeks of the uh, Kaskaskia to find the structures. That doesn't sound bad to me, though. That sounds like a fishing adventure. You need to you need to get on a boat. Let's talk about you and not wanting <laughs> to go on boats, Avid. What's up with that, buddy? It's, uh, there's four incidences that kept, uh, keep turning me off on boats. One was when I was a teenager. I was on a boat with my uh, father and my grandfather. We was on a pontoon boat in the middle of a lake and a speedboat broadside of this at high, high speed that was after that one I, I swore off boats because it took uh, I couldn't swim at the time I was in the life vest floating in 50 feet of water didn't know if I was going <laughs> to stay up above it with a life vest on or not but my grandfather jumped in and got me out, and we had to have the pontoon boat towed in and had the speedboat towed in. The guy that was in the speedboat, he he was arrested after he was ported up to the hospital. So, and what about time. what about? But you got back in though. You said you said you had a I few. I got back in the second time. Mm-hmm. I got in the bass boat thinking that me and this one person was just going to go fishing. Then all her friends decided to load up in it like it was a pontoon boat. And the boat started sinking. Yeah, that's not good. I'm like, all right, no more repeats. I can swim now, but I'm not. No. <laughs> I grabbed my gear, grabbed my rods, and I walked back to the shore. You're almost like Lyle when it comes to ice fishing. Would you ever get on the ice? I've done ice fishing before. Okay, so ice doesn't bother you, but being on a boat, that's not boat, your thing. No. no. So bank fisherman for life, right, Avid? Yeah. <laughs> it, if it's a pontoon boat in a place where there's a uh, 10 horsepower limit, I might do it. 
Let me say hello to a couple of people that came in the chat. I want to say howdy to Justin over at Justin's Fishing Fetish. What's going on, Justin? I want to say hello to your boy, Troy Catfishing. What's up, Troy? I see Circle Hook Productions in the house. Hello, hello, sir. How are you doing? Fishing and cooking with the great Mike Chavez. What's going on, Mike? I think I saw Sharon in here, too, earlier. Hello, Sharon. How are you? Chad was being rude, saying he was saying hello, Sharon, in an Aussie voice. Can you can you believe that, Chad? Chucky's the voice trouble. <laughs> he's a poor little brat. Thinks he's special and first place in everything. Tim Molina, what's up, buddy? There's Ryan from Setting Hooks and Crossing Eyes. Uh, thanks, guys, for for checking out the show. I really appreciate it. <clears throat> so, you ever planning on doing any of those online tournaments? Do you ever want to get into some of that stuff? Mm, not really. No. I. I I was going to do the bushcraft one, but there would be not enough time to do a bushcraft mm -hmm. contest in the full length that it would take it to do it. Well, if he'd let you bring your truck, I think you'd probably win because you got everything well, you actually, needed. Actually, I wasn't going to use my truck. I was just going to have exactly what I needed in my backpack. There's an idea for your channel. You can probably do some uh, DIY uh, uh, bushcraft stuff. You have all the gear there. Well, we'll talk a little bit later. Thank you so much, Crappie Day Fish on for the super chat. It says, I just love listening uh, to the visiting. It's like hanging out with buddies. Awesome community. I totally agree. That's what brought me into this thing. It's, it's finding, you know, even when you're at home um, and you're, you're, you're done with your day, you get on here, it sure beats television, hanging out with people. You get to interact with one another. So if you are listening on the podcast, uh, you should come check out the show live every Monday. There's a bunch of other shows out there. Um, just give me a holler. I'll be more than happy to direct you in, in, in their ways, including Avids on Sunday night. What time is it on Sunday nights? 8 p.m. Central Standard, right? Yes, buddy? 8 p.m. Central Time. Any plans on moving that show at all or no? Uh, I plan on moving it earlier if things uh, work out right. If not, I'm going to keep it at 8 p.m. I get it. So that's cool. It's good to have it at that time. Uh, but it's also good to be flexible. Yeah, I like being flexible. Mm -hmm. Some guests may I can, I can do a pre-recording for some guests and still play it on Sunday nights if I need to. Perfect. I, that worked out very well for me when I was in Ohio. I really enjoyed doing it that way. I think that's going to be something that people are going to be able to uh, um, uh, being able to keep traveling stuff because being tied to, to a show. I mean, I love doing the show, but it definitely you got to be here and you always got to be on point uh, prior to it. So and it's a lot of work, Avid, and I admire you for doing it for so long. You said you're going on two and a half years. Any idea how many shows you have done? I'd say pushing a hundred that's it's a lot of shows and you do and you don't just end them in an hour you do them until you're done talking right right uh, my longest one i did was five and a half hours there you go i think i was in on that one for a while i like avid's on a roll tonight and he'll do that every now and then and there's always well, good guests on there with you too we had we had good guests and like i like to do i keep the audience entertained in into the chat and that night, the audience and the guests and me, we just rocked with it, ran with it. We just kept going. And before we knew it, we were pushing six hours. <laughs> and that, boy, that was a lively time. I'm just going through the chat here. I'm trying to see if Chad has... Uh, 
agreed to uh, come on the show with you one Sunday night. Oh, hey, I haven't seen anything yet. No, not yet. We'll talk to him afterwards. I do want to say, you know, thank th- thank the man upstairs that Chad's Chad's dad was having some uh, health issues that he's he he went home today. So uh, that that's good news. So uh, that I was real happy to hear that. Mike Irvin, what's going on, Mike? I hope I didn't miss you earlier. Just so what I'd like to get is uh, Chad's wife on my show, D. Oh boy, she may do it. She may not. I don't know. She may defend her man. She 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 defends him in front of me all the time. You may have your hands full with her on the show. Well, Watch <laughs> what you ask for. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm not scared. I'll take it. I, uh, Texas Tiger, thank you for the super chat. Uh, agree, he agrees with with Crappy Day. Great back backdrop for working on tackle. Thanks. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it, man. I do that a lot too, especially with podcasts. If I'm if I'm home tying snells or oh yeah, or, he was on there once in the Abbott's Wild bunch. Mm-hmm. But he won't do it one on one. Well, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'd make a great show. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, uh, Chad over at Fishing with the Chad, look him up on YouTube. Give him a sub, too. Chad's been working on trying to get that 1K, too. Let's get him there. There's a bunch of people uh, uh, that we're trying to help get get over that hump, and and once you do, things get... Uh, uh, things change a little bit, I must say, so I I really want to make sure that if you're listening to this uh, at home, right now on youtube or on the podcast after fact check out uh avid fisherman on youtube link in the description also check out fishing with the chad uh there's a bunch of other people that i plan on having on the show we're going to help them out as well uh i'll let avid have all not let uh, i like having avid have all the new people he really it's a trial by fire so if you're getting new a new creator or whatever contact avid he'll he'll definitely put you on there and, and he'll give you a taste of what it's like to be on live streams um and I think uh, you, you'll either love it or you won't. My my guess is you will because it's a lot of fun. Everybody's real nice. Yeah, I was going to be nice and give you a compliment, but after that, forget it. <laughs> Chad says that was supposed to be, but you couldn't handle me one-on-one. I think he's talking to Ed. No. And, every, and D just posted Chad's link. Thanks for Let's posting that, D. I appreciate it. I'm going to go back to that a little bit. Sure. Alone, he he started poking fun at Dockery, and Dockery was in chat, and he started poking fun at other people in chat as well. So they asked for the link to come up and defend themselves, and I did it, and it became the Wild Bunch instead of fishing with the Chad. And when Chad goes loose in the live stream, and I got control. I'm going to send out a link to other people so that they can come up and defend themselves. Tim Molina says, be, be afraid, Avid. Be very afraid. No, Bigfoot ain't afraid of no uh, Chucky chicken. Chad says it was supposed to be me and Avid, but he thought I wasn't good enough to have my own show. Uh-oh. No. You just started picking on other people in chat and – downsizing them and i just send them the link to where they can come up and defend themselves if you guys are familiar with how how everything's been going over here it's all it's all in good fun so there's no hard feelings everybody everybody gives everybody a a hard time 
It's a good time. Chad, Chad and Avid have a special relationship. Chad's a good person. He just uh, has a spoiled brat. Uh, Easy. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying he has a spoiled brat attire on him. It does get carried away from time to time. But yeah. I, I love Chad. Chad's like, Chad's like my brother. Me and him uh, uh, talk quite a bit, and it's a privilege of mine to have him and, and the rest of the people here in my life. So thank you for you all of that. Who? What do you post? No, I've never picked on anyone in my in my life. <coughs> oh, excuse me, bully. <coughs> oh. <laughs> we both know that ain't true. Somebody said Chrissy had some good news in here. Let me. I don't want to miss that. No, let's not miss the good news. We need that. Chrissy, tell us what your good news is. I must have rolled off the chat. I'd love to hear some good news. <laughs> And Chad is looking for Ernie and Maurice to back him up. Wait a minute. Oh, I thought Maurice was going to back him up. Yeah, I thought Maurice was on Team Avid. Oh, Ch Maurice? I'll give uh, Chucky all the, all the bad time in the world. Here we go. And now Justin's claiming that uh, Lyle has been spoiling his son, Chad. Uh, I can't say either way on that one. <laughs> Cindy may have by giving him all those uh, cinnamon rolls. I know he ate all those cinnamon rolls at the Mendota at the Mendota trip. That was that was a great time. And those cinnamon rolls were fantastic. That's uh, why I'm jealous of you guys because you guys got Cindy cinnamon rolls and I didn't get any because I couldn't make it to make it up there. Cindy said that uh, the good news was uh, uh, that her brother was in a car wreck this evening, and they just got word back that all the scans are okay. So that's awesome. Thanks for letting Amen us know. <laughs> and Lyle says, no. I can picture Whenever he does it, I can picture him going, no. That oh, would be my imitation of Lyle if we did a, uh, did an imitation of him show, like uh, um, Palmetto had on his. That would be mine of Lyle, definitely. No, could you see someone trying to imitate me? Well, yeah, I think so. I know a couple people that probably do a good job of it. They'd come close, I think. <laughs> I think so. I don't get it. Chances, Mark, you did a great job on the turtle wax job, buddy. I don't know what you're talking about, bud. If anybody uh, needs turtle wax, it's Chad. We're, we're, we're getting way off. We're getting way off target here. Um, you've been doing some crappie fishing too, haven't you? Yeah. Tell okay. us a little bit about that. You've been getting some from uh, getting some uh, jigs from the man Lyle Stokes over at Panfish Nation, right? Yeah, I got some. Uh, I got some jigs from him. I'm fixing to order some more from him, and I got a couple holes on Carlisle Lake. I like to go after crappie. I go down to Kincaid after crappie, and I go to Horseshoe Lake for crappie, and there's a couple other uh, lakes that I like going after crappie. And the reason why I go there because I can catch them anywhere from a pound to pound and a half to two pound crappies. Those are big crappie, man. But they're worth it. And you get them on a six pound test with a double uh, crappie rig, you can bring two of them in at a time. One or two crappies at a time. 
I might come down there. I might come down there just to do some crappie fishing. I'm supposed to head down there and fish with Josh too. Uh, by the way, once the once the live show's over, I believe Josh is going live. He informed me that he was going to do that, so he may be live. So head over and check out the Weekend Angler after the show and give us some support during his live fishing stream. Catfish Kyle, what's going on? He asked, "How often do you guys get to fish? How often do you fish, Abbott? Uh Normally, I get uh, from Friday morning to Sunday night to fish, but I get to fish one day a week now, but starting next week, next Friday, I'm going to have a three-day weekend, so that's going to open up some more for fishing. I'm kind of the same way. I fish whatever chance I get. Um, also, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Weekends, I really don't like getting out on the boat on the weekends, especially during the day. I might fish late, late, late at night, but the bite's been kind of hard. I've been kind of busy with family uh family things going on so uh we're gonna see if that changes hopefully this month and and going into fall i am looking forward to fall definitely chasing the big crappie justin said those are some huge crappie yeah, but i have to agree those are big i sent mark in uh while a picture of a crappie i caught off uh carlisle lake that was three pounds and that thing covered from chest to chest both side, I mean, from one side of my chest to the other side, and that was a mm-hmm. black crappie, and that was the first big one I've ever caught. Fish and Freedom wow. is asking you, Avid, uh, what do you look for to target crappie from the bank? I look for coves. I look for drop-offs. I look for uh, underwater brush piles that I know are there. And if I find a sandy bed that a, a sand beach i'll cast out 20 30 feet past that sand beach and start bringing them back in where they're a little bit deep mm-hmm. and just slowly roll within roll 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 slow and just with artificial minnows or uh one allows uh jigs real good and i have one crappie out there that took one of Laos jigs uh-oh i'm after that boy he took my pearl uh Laos pearl white jig that I was doing really good on, and he just snatched that thing. He hit, and I hit, and that mine just went tink. <laughs> Lyle, Lyle will make more jigs. He's got them for sale. I think uh, I even th- – you know what you should do? You should contact Chad and offer to buy some jigs from him because I think Chad's going to start making jigs and selling them. So everybody contact Chad. Chadwick Fields on Facebook. <laughs> Or or contact him through his channel, Fishing with the Chad. He's a jig-making machine. Um, he makes some pretty nice stuff. You might want to try one of his jigs. How do you feel about that? I'll try. I, I haven't I have thought about it. I just haven't uh, done it yet. I've uh, also sent a few jigs out to uh, the Bullock Experience, or you can try it on his channel because he w- was talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I sent him four or five of Laos jigs, and he's in love with them now. <laughs> and he's been doing them on the creek fishing shows he's been doing. Uh, Sunny Hooks, I guess, just got done talking to Jonathan over at Hook Catfish. Says he just got three fish in 20 minutes. That's insane. Good for Jonathan. That's cool. Now, one thing about the Kaskaskia, about Kaskaskia River, when the fish are on, which Jason learned that one night in the tournament, you can catch catfish back to back and barely keep two rods in the river. In four hours' time, I was able to land 35 cats. 
That's crazy. I'm not even going to lie. I've never had it like that ever. For some reason, I got to work so darn hard. Like here, uh, real and real and Raider Outdoors said, did I catch any flats last night? No, I didn't. I didn't even get a bite. It was super slow. When they're on, they're on. But for some reason, I can't get on those hot bites like that. Maybe one of these days we'll, 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 we'll get on them. I haven't been fishing enough this year either to find them. So Justin's fishing fetish says he looks for structure, drop-offs, and rocks when looking for crappie. Those are great tips. Now, if you, if you ever get a covered boat dock, don't take a 12-foot rod to it. Yeah, you use those long rods too, don't you? Even for crappie. Yeah, I, I've I've done a few dockeries uh, on a covered boat dock before. <laughs> now I use a, a a dock runner for crappie fishing as well under those uh, covered docks because you can drop it down ten feet, hook into some nice crappie. Ten anywhere from ten to eighteen inches of twenty inch crappie. Mm-hmm. And that's those are fights on those dock runners. SK's Crappie Catching Adventures in the house. What's going on, SK? Thanks for checking out the chat. There's another great channel that comes in here and okay. chats every now and then. He has some good tips for uh, boat fishing for crappie. Mm-hmm. He does. He's a, he's a, he, I'd consider him probably a, 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 one of the crappie slayers out there. Good guy to, to watch his channel and check out his TV. So, um, how do you cast in that 10 foot rod? I cast it easy. I, I saw you do it on a live feed once. I'm like, what in tarnation is Avid doing casting a little jig on that long line? But you seem to handle it like it's nothing. It works for you, I guess. I, I use the weight, the four ounce to eight ounce weight, to let it load the rod. And as I'm swinging it, I'm letting the rod load itself. And I get to a certain point, I just let the rod do all the work. I get it started, but once I get it in the full swing, the rod's already loaded up with the weight and everything in the force. I just let it go at a certain time, and it just does the rest of the work. Almost like fly fishing, huh? Uh-huh. There you go. Uh, Robert Andrews says, I tore the crappie up on Lake Monroe two weeks ago while trolling. That I've done. I've gotten on, I've gotten on phenomenal crappie bites. That I'm not going to lie about. I've gotten on some really good ones, and that's always a good one. Uh, we got the Bullock Experience says, Abbott, are you ready for another Doc Demon Challenge? Yeah. This, this time I hope the uh, flooding does not interfere with it on my end. <laughs> But I was, I was ready to do my part for it, but the uh, Kaskaskia and the Mississippi flooded to where I couldn't get to the spots I wanted to, to fish it. But I'm ready for it. Yeah, the weather's been kind of crazy up here uh, in Illinois this year, hasn't it, Abbott? It's been it's been very It's been rain. really wild this year as far as the rain and everything. And out west, they don't have the rains that they need, and they're dealing with droughts and fires. But we've been getting all the rain here, left and right. We got a ton of rain. Today happened to be uh, our, our garbage day, and my recycling bin was left open after they dumped it, and there was literally like eight inches of water in the bottom of it. How it got so much, I didn't think it rained that hard, but there literally was that much water in there. It was pretty crazy. And then we haven't had rain for, for weeks at a time here. The temperature's been sporadic up and down, but we're going to put that on the fishing excuse shirt. 
Um, they're still fish and they still got to eat, you know, but it, it's kind of good to be able to blame the stuff on the weather. So uh, are you going to do any fishing this weekend? Yeah, I plan on trying to get out and do some fishing Friday. Yeah, what are you going to fish for? Um, blues and flatheads. Oh, so you're going to go catfishing? Yeah, we'll try to go down to Cascade if I can. And if I can, I'll probably go down. Uh, if I can't go catfishing, I'll go after crappie. Cody, what's going on, buddy? Cody from 3 Plus 1. It says, Mark and the Sasquatch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, People are chatting it up. I'm going to see if I can't get out. Let me know how you do this weekend. Let me know when you go live. I'll be more than happy to watch you. Check it out. See what's going on. Next time I go go live, I'll probably have a co-host in there to where they can read chat for me. I yeah, there's there's that I've seen a uh, um, Miss Becca who's a great supporter of all the shows. Um, hopefully she's getting some sleep because she doesn't seem to sleep much. Uh, I want her to get some sleep. She makes for a great co-host. I've seen her do it on a bunch. I meant to have her on one of mine, and I kind of dropped the ball on that, so I want to apologize to her if she's listening. But uh, anytime she wants to come in and, and read chat and do some of her poetry, uh, she's always welcome on on you any of my poetry lives. for everybody and everything. She does, and they're 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 really good. I keep telling her to write them down, make it in a book. I'll help her uh, get it together and, and and get an ebook for her out there. Maybe raise some money for herself for charity, and uh, it'd just be a fun th- project, I think, for her to do because she's so good at it. So, now, when you first took took over uh, Friday nights, mm-hmm. you do you had great guests all the way through. Then you just somewhere in between that ten months. From the from when you started, and I gave you Friday nights, you bloomed and you just took off. I appreciate the kind you words. Bloomed and you, I mean, you just became a natural, and your show just grown exponentially. You're gonna make me blush, Avid. Quit it. Well, it's just <laughs> I'd say the same thing with Palmetto. Absolutely, I, I really appreciate the kind words. I. Uh, um, I, I just, I just love fishing. I don't know what else to do. And I, I get a chance here uh, uh, online to, to share that, that love, like, like you do for, for, for the sport and the community, uh, at least once a week here on the show and on the podcast. And I'm honored and privileged to have anybody that would even listen to me. And I'm honored and privileged to have you on my show, Avid, because you're pretty much responsible for me being here today. And I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really great, very grateful. If you ever need anything, holler at me. I've helped you in the past. I'll be willing to help you in the future. But you're a good guy. If you're not subscribed to to Avid Fisherman, if you listen to this on the podcast, go out there. The man has a heart as big as his beard, which is pretty darn big. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys will know. Watch him. He's, he's, he's a good dude. So, Avid, we're coming up on an hour. I want to thank you again for coming on the show. Um, I appreciate it. I want to wish you all the luck in the world. And uh, uh, I'm sure we'll be talking offline too, bud. Uh, yeah, I will. I will mention this. I do have a few irons in the fire. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A few uh, fishing related videos and one I've been working on that's uh, near and dear to my heart on missing, missing people and missing children in the national forests. Mm-hmm. I'm working on. And uh, Kelly is waiting. To do a co- collab with me on that one, but I'm still doing new research on that last one. Cool. Keep doing what you're doing, my friend. Keep keep 
keep trying to help and and hopefully that stuff's going to come back tenfold i think it will someday hopefully it will I think it will, man. All right. So thank you for being on the show. I want to thank everybody for listening on the podcast. I want to thank everybody here that's live. Thank you for the super chat folks. I really appreciate the support. It's a, uh, makes a big, it's, it, it's a big deal to me. Um, just to know that people care enough to, to do or, or enjoy my content enough for it. So uh, um, have a good time or have a great week, guys. Get out there and fish. Sub to Avid. Sub to Fishing with the Chad. Sub to Panfish Nation. Tomorrow night, I believe, uh, uh, Roger's having Bob from Fishing Finds on his show, 7 p.m. Central, talking about the um, – uh, the fish a wish thing, which is pretty cool. So check that out too tomorrow on uh, on Rogers Channel Muskrat Adventures. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for listening. God bless. Get out there and fish. <laughs>